Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I love that you're putting a blanket. That's a good tip. Yeah, you put a blanket over your head and you go in a closet and that is how the magic happens. Wait, you're so funny in this blanket. I kind of want a picture of you under the blanket. This is me, but you know what? Just doing it all. Aww. Doing it all. It's a podcast about podcasts about podcasts. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the pod club. My guests today know that whatever the circumstances, no matter how crazy the world gets around you, you just got to make things work. When a toddler breaks your recorder, you put a blanket over your head and you just keep podcasting. Bobby Brown and Anjali Kumar know this better than anyone because the two of them are both expert entrepreneurs who know exactly how to pivot when the world changes right around you. You probably recognize Bobby's name from her very successful makeup brand. Anjali is a writer, a lawyer, and a business advisor, plus a ton of other cool titles that make her a complete badass multi-hyphenate. These two women have teamed up for their next big project, a podcast, and it is called The Important Things. In it, Bobby and Anjali talk to people they admire to figure out what the hell is the key to living a happy and fulfilling life. No easy task, my friends. No easy task. We brought Bobby and Anjali on the pod club today to soak up some of their wisdom about work, life, and of course, podcasts. So talk to me a little bit about why did you name the podcast The Important Things? What things were missing from the podcast world that you thought you had to share? Well, first of all, the first name that that we wanted someone else had, and I forgot mm. what it is. Do you remember, Anjali? What? I think it was Stuff That Matters. Yeah, Stuff That Matters. Okay. And I guess yeah. iHeart has, you know, similar. So we're mm-hmm. like, all right, can't call it that. And honestly, it's for me personally, I've always been someone that has been driven, hardworking, you know, laser focused, but I've also managed to have 
the important things in my life, my husband, my children, my dogs, my house, my friends. And I just realized that, you know, the pandemic was a real turning point for a lot of people that didn't realize there is some ways to have both. And that most of the important things are like, they're already there. You're just not paying attention to them. Yeah, totally. And I can attest to that. I saw you when we were working together at Yahoo. You do so many things at once. You are just the ultimate hustler. But I also think that you do keep in mind what is really important. What are the things that actually bring joy to our life? When we were at Yahoo, I, you know, was interviewing these big celebrities, Kate Blanchett, Jennifer Aniston, John Legend. So I remember doing Kate Blanchett. It was like, 10 o'clock at night. I had just gotten back from dinner with my husband. She was just waking up in the morning and I was laying in my bed. I had had a cocktail at dinner and I was, you know, starting to kind of be very relaxed. And she was just waking up with a cold. And we talked for an hour about her kids, like not about her career, her movie, her kids. And what does she do when she's so exhausted when she travels? Does she ever have issues, you know, where she doesn't really feel like being all fabulous on the red carpet? And what does she do? And who are the people, you know, all those things that you just ask. And one of the things I'm really good at doing a lot of projects and putting a, a team together to support me and to do things that I don't have time to do or I'm not able to do. I've written nine books. I don't know how to type. When I did Yahoo Beauty, I only was in the office on Mondays because I was, you know, juggling Bobby Brown Cosmetics and this other gig. But I, the team I hired figured it out how to work with me. So, you know, it was important for me to do this gig at Yahoo. And I wanted to do it. So, you know, I made sure the important things were working first. And you make it work. You make it work, which I think is just the mantra of women everywhere. We figure it out. We make it work. How did the two of you team up together to do this podcast? Well, Anjali, I'm going to let you talk because I, I, <laughs> I've been working on not talking over my host. No, I love it. Well, I have to tell you, it's so hard for me to jump in, mostly because I could listen to Bobby all day. And so whenever she's talking on the interviews, I always have to remind myself that I'm like, oh, right, I'm supposed to be interviewing this person too. And I have to jump in because I could just sit and listen to the conversation. And you know, so Bobby and I have been friends for a long time. We met when she spoke at Google and I was working there as a lawyer. This is probably eight, nine years ago at this point. And she was um, doing a talk at Google. We used to bring in authors and presidents and actors and all sorts of folks to come in to speak to our team. And Bobby was one of those folks who came in. And I remember, you know, being a fan of her brand growing up and, you know, I'm Indian American. Um, certainly she was the OG of inclusive beauty back in the day. Mm -hmm. You know, her cosmetics were the only thing that from the get-go actually worked for all colors of skin. And that was really unusual back then. And so I, you know, went out of curiosity to just hear her speak and she really did talk about her family, about how she juggled it all, about all these things. Like she was such a real person in addition to being this incredible, inspirational, you know, business person that I was really moved just to like approach her and be like, I would love to stay in touch. I would love for you to mentor me, which was such an embarrassing question that I still can't believe I asked her, <laughs> but, but I did. And she was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And so we stayed in touch. We became friends over the years and as Bobby was sort of rethinking what does season three look like, she asked me last year, you know, would you do this with me? And I was like, yeah, sign me up. And then we started thinking about like, well, what do we want to talk about? And it was all the same stuff that we talk about just with each other. You know, like if Bobby's going for a walk and gives me a call, 
this is the kind of stuff we talk about. We talk about our families. We talk about how we're feeling through the pandemic. We talk about our health. We talk about our parents. And our work. I mean, we're both, you know, it's really nice to be able to talk about your projects with other like-minded people that have projects and understand what it's about. It's kind of such a, a new concept to people during the pandemic because people didn't realize there was options to work remotely, to work from wherever you are. I've kind of always managed somehow to do it. But, you know, mm-hmm. now with Zoom, it's become its own thing. And I think you guys bring that to your interviews, too, because you interview people about their careers and their projects. But you also talk about the important things, about their passions, about their families, about their dogs. And I don't think we hear that enough when we're interviewing people that are, quote unquote, very important people. Yeah, I think you're right. I remember early on, I listened to Ariana Huffington speak at something. And someone asked her, I was probably on a panel with her, and someone asked her how she did it raising her kid, you know, during building Huffington Post. And she said... Mm -hmm. It was a mess. The whole thing was a mess, but I, I lived it and I, and I got through it and I realized I don't have to pretend to everyone that it looks as seamless as people think it does. The thing is, I want more content in the world that talks about the beautiful mess that all of our lives are, because I think that helps us just grow as women and as anyone, as men too, to hear about other people not being able to do it all perfectly. I'm sick of people talking about being perfect. None of us are perfect. Life is hard. Yeah, I totally agree. We were, you know, we just talked to Charlemagne the other day and he was talking about, you know, how Instagram is like the highlights reel, right? We've heard that so many times. Mm -hmm. And what Bobby and I were both commenting on is it's not just the highlights reel. It's the filtered highlights reel. Like it's the special Mm -hmm. affected highlights reel. Like it's, it's so not what's happening. So, and we've all just created this norm around that And I think what's missing out there from the conversation is people who are really successful, like Charlemagne, like Gloria Steinem, um, like Bobby herself, who can tell us, you know, hey, I also struggle with these other things, you know, like I'm, Mm -hmm. I have anxiety or I struggle with how to eat right and how to keep it all together. Or sometimes my kids are acting up and I don't really know how to deal with that. And it just makes it so, it's such a different conversation and it's so generous of them, I think, to be so vulnerable with all of us to tell us those things and to be able to really give us some tips and tricks of like how they deal with it. And I'm someone that always thinks you could do things better, you know, so I'm not someone that's like, okay, I've already done that. I'm always trying to figure out different ways and, you know, to make things simpler or just things that work. And A, I like sharing that information with people. Yeah, totally true. And if if I didn't admit it right now, our listeners would be listening and think, oh my gosh, they're doing this this great sounding podcast, but nobody knows that my toddler broke my microphone. So I am recording with a yeah. blanket over Aww. my head right Aww. now. <laughs> I love that you're doing that. It's been there, done <laughs> yes. that. I mean, I started my career, by the way, with, you know, Bobby Brown Cosmetics with a baby in my arms that I was you know, luckily there was no Zoom. I was on the phone talking to, you know, Shirley Lord, who was the scary beauty editor of Vogue, explaining to her about this new concept while my son is puking on me. And I'm not even (laughs) kidding. And I just remember, like, I didn't have a selfie. We didn't have, you know, iPhones back then. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I only have my memory because I never would have taken a picture of me covered in puke. But, you know, it was real. And these things happen. And you know what? I'm really happy that I get to share these things with other new moms because you know what? It's all okay. Yeah, it's all okay. It is. So 
Your first interview this season was Gloria Steinem. NBD. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we came out of the gate strong. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> my gosh, you guys are such underachievers. <laughs> it was Women's History Month. And honestly, we don't have anyone booking our talent right now. So it's us using our, you know, contacts and, you know, really trying to be a little discerning on, you know, who we have on, because this is my fourth podcast, I think one, two, yeah, my fourth podcast and different topics. And it's got to really be someone for me that is not just pushing a brand or pushing their career Mm -hmm. or talking Mm -hmm. about, you know, how they did this, but really talking about the important things. Was there anything that surprised you about your interview with Gloria Steinem? Ooh. You know, I know her a little personally. I was invited, talk about terrifying, to introduce her at the Gloria Steinem Rutgers School that was founded. And so I got to spend a couple days with her, both in New Jersey, then in New York. We went to lunch together. We did all these things. So I got to know her, which was insane. Yeah, awesome. And so I reached out and asked her if she would be on this podcast. And she said yes. Yeah, I was surprised by how real and vulnerable she is and just like how open and approachable, you know, because I I don't know her the way Bobby does. I've met her a couple of times, but at big events and that sort of thing where I just, you know, bum rush the stage or whatever, just like tell her how much she meant to me. Um, But in that kind of intimacy of a conversation like this, you know, which podcasts I think are, are so special in that way that they can really you know, bring, it's like having a really nice phone conversation or chat with your girlfriends. But one of your girlfriends happens to be Gloria Steinem. It's like, that's pretty cool. But she was just so open and easy to talk to in a way that I I felt like I could chat to her all day and not just about policy in the state of the world. It was like actually just chatting with someone. It was really nice. So if I could ask you one final thing, which is someone that's listening to this interview, if you could tell them one thing that, according to you, that would change the course of their life for the better, what would it be? Mm, that's so difficult. But if, if, I, if I try to think of something that is within their control, rather than having to do with living and food and, you know, outside support, I would just say that there's a kind of instant democracy in listening as much as you talk and talking as much as you listen. Women often are taught to be good listeners, but not necessarily to express themselves. Men may be taught the reverse, uh, stereotypically. So all of us can gain from equalizing those two human functions. Yes, it's so true. Yeah, You know, my first career, which was being a makeup artist, you know, I've been in everyone's bathroom or I've been in, you know, photo studios where people are in their underwear changing and talking about, you know, makeup. So a makeup artist really gets this comfort level with people and kind of disarms people and makes them feel safe to talk about things. So I think that's kind of how I look at the world. And even, you know, in I've been lucky enough to be around some pretty powerful, incredible human beings. And I just always treat everyone the same, whether it's, you know, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, or, you know, someone that works in my 
deli that I see all the time. You know, people are people, guys. And you know what? Maybe my next podcast will be called Everyone Poops. <laughs> because honestly, people are people. We are the same. Yeah. Guys, I think that's a wonderful idea. We should do a podcast called Everyone Poops. I think we should. <laughs> I think the three of us would have a blast yeah. doing yes. that. Yes. All right, guys, let's put that on the back yeah. burner. Next project. I'm also, I'm totally here for that. But Bobby, I think you just nailed it. That is one of the many reasons you're such a good interviewer. Because when you started out as a makeup artist, you were in such intimate spaces with people. You were in their homes, in their bathrooms. They were in their underwear. And when they're at their most vulnerable, I think that's when you really learn how to talk to people like people, like actual people. And you know what? I think I'm a terrible interviewer. And that's one of the reasons I thought I didn't want to do this by myself. And I wanted to ask someone to be my co-host. And honestly, my first idea was Anjali because we're so different. Like I don't read any of the information on people beforehand. I don't study and Google things they've done. I just kind of ask a lot of questions and you know, I had Charlemagne introduce himself because I was like, mm -hmm. I can't intro this guy. He's done too many things. And Anjali is the opposite. Like she literally is self-studied <laughs> and goes in and does the research. And, you know, so it's a really kind of good partnership because we do different things. Well, so that's the lawyer in me. I can't help myself. I have to read stuff and be prepared. I do love that. But I think, you know, that the the chemistry between me and Bobby is really genuine. And, you know, I just think the world of her. So it's it's really fun to be part of this with her. And it's it's such a an honor to be able to step into her space and talk to these folks. But I think what's great about Bobby also is that she's really um, disarming with people, right? Because she is so approachable. She's so relatable. She's so accomplished, but she's so relatable that that's what makes these conversations so fun because she just says that unexpected thing, like everybody poops, right? Like she'll just say things like that. And you're like, I mean, she's the most tweetable person ever. So that's also fun. <laughs> Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. 
It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to hear a little bit about what's in your ears. What podcasts do you guys love? What are you listening to? What do you recommend to people? I love How I Built This. From NPR, it's How I Built This, a show about innovators, entrepreneurs, idealists, and the stories behind the movements they built. You know, I'm someone that has built a couple different companies. I'm The way I live my life is entrepreneurial, so I love listening. And it's really fun when you get to know the people. I learned about Don Katz, who's a friend of mine that founded Audible. I, I, he's my friend. I spent every, you know, birthday and kids bar mitzvahs, weddings with him. But I learned so much because Guy Raz is a phenomenal interviewer. And I was lucky early on to have a how I built this. You know, his style, by the way, it's four hours of an interview, maybe five, maybe six. And you have to slow down, which there's nothing slow about me. But he gets every little thing. All right, let me take you back to that. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, my God. So he does a phenomenal job. I feel like a lot of people don't know that about how I built this, that he interviews you for so long. We only hear an hour of it, but yeah. it's actually a four. I've heard of someone who did a seven-hour interview. Wow, with him. that's yeah. a commitment. It's like an interrogation. I had no idea. <laughs> Do you have a favorite episode of How I Built This? Well, my favorite is Don Katz. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I want to play just a little bit of that episode because it's really it's good and it really does show off the interviewing style of the show so we're just going to play a little tiny bit of that so so instead of terrestrial radio you could get it delivered through the internet instead of a a, an audio book on tape or a book or a speech on tape or some kind of you know inspiring i don't know inspirational thing you just basically say this business is going to deliver this stuff to you through your phone line to do the internet. I didn't play up the book part of it because the business itself was so infinitesimal and small. What I did was I realized through just basic journalistic research that 93 million Americans drove to work alone every morning. Hmm. There were at that point, only Department of Transportation number, which you could extrapolate to hundreds of millions of hours of time yeah. people sit in traffic. 
I then matched the sociological data that showed that the most frustrating time of people's days and least valuable time is sitting in traffic. Mm. And I basically just, we said, if we only penetrate 9% of them at $10 a month for a service that enriched their lives, here's how big the business would be. Right. And that's how we were able to get, you know, what's now very small amounts of money, but was then to us a lot of money to, uh, to, to make Audible. All right, Anjali, going to you. What are your favorite podcasts? Okay, Joe, you're going to think I'm sucking up to you, but I loved the first season of Under mm-hmm. the Influence. I think mm-hmm. I emailed you and Glennis when you when I was like going in it and it was super informative and interesting. And those women in Utah, all the Mormon women, like I had no idea about this whole world of mom influencers. I thought it was super fascinating. Oh, and I am deep in Sweet Bobby. Have you guys listened to that? What? Oh my God. What is this? I am obsessed with Sweet Bobby. It is six episodes out of the UK. Um, and it is this investigative journalist who does a deep dive about a catfishing scheme that goes on. And I don't want to ruin it for your listeners or for you guys mm-hmm. if you haven't listened mm-hmm. to it, but it's about this woman, Kira, who gets catfished for over the course of 10 years by a man that she falls in love with called Bobby. And then over the course of the episodes, they do the reveal of who it is and try to figure out the motivation and the consequences. It is riveting and so crazy. And I'm so deeply obsessed with what happened to these people now that like, I was definitely Googling it earlier today, trying to figure out where these folks are now and what's happening. I'm very concerned about this woman and her getting justice. She needs justice. Sweet Bobby. Yeah, it's so good. Trusting Bobby back then was understandable, normal, unremarkable. He was just a friend of a friend on Facebook. But for Kirat, it turned out to be a life-changing mistake. You may have guessed already, but Bobby isn't who he says he is. Bobby was a character, one at the centre of a sophisticated catfishing operation which means someone was pretending to be Bobby online, stealing his identity and deliberately drawing Kira into a web of lies. And every expert, lawyer and criminologist I've shown this case to, well, it's blown their minds. Oh my God, where to start? What the hell has been going on? It's, it's truly remarkable. I'm going to tell you the whole story of how and why this happened. That sounds exactly what I need to do a three-mile run this afternoon. Yeah, it's great. It's honestly, it's so well done. It's really well reported. It's really interesting. It's just baffling because you just are, you know, halfway up for part of it thinking like, how could this woman let this happen to her? Which then I realized is, oh, that's victim blaming. That's victim shaming. It's mm-hmm. it's super messed mm-hmm. up that it happened. And then when they do the reveal of who it is, you're like, what? Like, take them down. You know, how is this person still a functioning member of society? Like, it's just a crazy story. It's super <sighs> interesting. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. All right, great. You sold it. You totally sold it, man. Yeah. Fantastic. (laughs) I have another one. It's the only podcast I was able to listen to with my husband. It was Liz Lang and her podcast (gasps) about the Steinbergs. That's really good, too. It was hellacious. Wait, guys. That was really good Guys, I don't know anything about this podcast. Tell me everything about it. It's very Grey Gardens. It's the Just Enough family. It's really good. Liz Lang, who that was her father and her uncle 
Fred's family and, um, you know, Gay Fred Steinberg. I mean, just all the names that, you know, I heard growing up. And yeah, it's a crazy story. Like the rise and the fall and really what happened behind the scenes. It was very controversial and like totally, totally like engaging. Okay. The Just Enough family. Um, I'm going to read a little bit about it. Staggering success, unexpected loss, over-the-top parties. Shocking betrayals are woven together into a high-profile family therapy session. (laughs) Oh, right? Don't you want to know more? If I were to say to my mother, are we rich? She'd say we're comfortable. But our private plane was a 727. We had a very large helicopter that we would take to the plane. Both my parents had their own car and driver. We had a very large apartment. We had a house in East Hampton. We had a different country house in Bedford. We had a ski house in Aspen. It was just very, like, it It was unusual. All this wealth was thanks to Liz's uncle, Saul Steinberg, who made a fortune in the 60s, 70s, and 80s as a corporate raider with help from his little brother, Bob, Liz's father. Saul spotted a hole in the market for leasing office equipment and turned it into his first successful company, LeaseCo. It doesn't sound like much, but it was the beginning of an amazing run that created the Steinberg family fortune. He was the richest self-made person in the United States under the age of 30, by the time he was like 27. And he was supporting the entire family, my grandfather, my grandfather's brother, all his cousins, all his siblings, and everybody kind of worked for him. Or you could say that he worked for all of them. All the Steinbergs had lavish lifestyles because of what Saul accomplished. And they all lived on top of each other in a kind of opulent shtetl. But Saul lived the biggest. Oh, gosh, guys, you gave me so many good podcast recommendations. Like this, these, right here, what we're doing. These are the important things. (laughs) They are. That is it for today's pod club. These ladies have some great recommendations and they didn't mind that I had a blanket over my face for this entire interview. Love them. Here is a quick recap about what they told us to put in our ears this week. How I built this. A legend, obviously. Sweet Bobby, a podcast that was completely new to me. The Just Enough Family, very excited for this one. And of course, you want to go listen to all of the great interviews that Bobby and Anjali have over on The Important Things. That's it. That's all we got today. Happy listening. Enjoy your life. Talk to you soon. The Pod Club is hosted by me, Joe Piazza. Our executive producers are me again and Emily Marinoff. Our producers are Mary Dew and Darby Masters. Our associate producer is Lauren Phillip. Our theme and additional music was composed by Aaron Kaufman. Aaron Kaufman is also our consulting producer. And special thanks to Nikki Etor, who is just a wonderful human being who I like to thank at the end of episodes.
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.